there was a divine plan that Yahweh would present you and I, beautifully dressed, clothed in the image of Almighty Yahweh, faultless, restoring unbroken fellowship between Creator and creation. And there's a beautiful verse in Jude, verse 24, that says, To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. I wonder, how is this going to be achieved? I wonder if we could take a, a real practical look, two, just two steps. One, exchanging and changing our clothes so that we replicate the Messiah, his image, his character, his values. And then the second one is to renew our minds. So let's briefly look at the first one. The Apostle Paul paints a very vivid picture of moving into a new life with Messiah. And he describes it as trading. That's the act of exchanging one thing for another, which is darkness of night for the light of the day. Believers must throw off and put on new clothes. We must get dressed in appropriate outfit of the new day, which is to wear the armour of Yahweh. The act of changing our clothes happens so unconsciously, we don't even think about it. We get up, we we change from our pyjamas and we put on our workwear. We come home, we change to loungewear. And if we go out again in the evening, we change again. These things we do automatically. And when we think about the life of Yeshua and some of the things that he actually did in one day, a, a raft of different things, ministering to people, feeding them. This is found in Matthew chapter four, 14. Um just after he'd heard the news that his cousin had um, was killed, he died. And he didn't even have a moment to himself. And yet he was ministering and, and helping the people. It, it's his image that was changing and adapting and adjusting to any given situation but always remaining and maintaining the light, living in the light. The Bible asks followers of Yeshua to change their clothing, they're to take off the clothes of the old life, the flesh, and put on new ones that have been provided, which reflect the new image. And when we look at Colossians chapter 3, we are so encouraged in verses seven to nine to put off so many things, anger and malice and rage and slander. And then in verses 12 to 14, we're to put on new clothes, put off the old, put on new compassion and kindness and humility. These, these are beautiful new clothes, therefore the future, therefore eternity. Whereas the the things that we put off are of the past. They're old. They're, they're no longer fitters. They're redundant. I ask you, what are you wearing? You see, if I put on love, then I have to put off unforgiveness. And one of the key things Yeshua speaks to his disciples, he says this, By this shall all men know you are my disciples. How? 
if you have love for one another. This is the way people will know what we are wearing, feel, touch and experience. So let's just think briefly now about the, the second point, renewing our minds. Uh, Romans 12, 2 says, We're not to be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. The restoration of Yeshua's image in us was part of that plan that Yeshua had in the beginning. It was, it continues to unfold. And one of the key stages of part of that plan is baptism. I believe baptism is the is pivotal to the life of the believer, and it's essential that this is 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 got right. When we think about Yeshua's baptism, the Bible tells us that three dramatic things happened. The heavens opened, and then the spirit of Yahweh descended like a dove on Yeshua. And then the third thing that happened was this, this incredible voice that spoke out of this parted heavens. It was just a dramatic, dramatic scene that unfolded that day when Yeshua got baptised. This is my son, whom I am well pleased. Galatians 3.27 says, For all of you were baptised into Messiah, have clothed yourself with Messiah. A miracle transpires in the watery grave of baptism. We go down into the water as me, and we come up out of the water by faith as Messiah. I ask you, is this possible? I say yes, it is, it is possible. And then the second key stage that unfolds is a, another process. It's a process of change, minute by minute, hour by hour, being converted into his image, which means a change of mindset. We are encouraged in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Yeshua. I want to say every belief that is in contradiction to Yahweh's word, we as believers must treat as hostile because we're in a spiritual battle and the battle is won or lost in the mind. So what should we do? We need to take responsibility for the things we put in our mind, the things we watch on the TV, the books we read, etc. We, re we need to recognise that we are in a battle and if you think about the mind being like a conveyor belt, thoughts, fleeting thoughts come in, land on the conveyor belt and travel along the, the conveyor belt. But because they are of no real threat, they just go off the conveyor belt and out of our minds. But other thoughts come into our minds like serious temptation and they linger on the, on the conveyor belt. And if we're not careful, that temptation leads to action. And what that does, it, it instead of just lingering and departing, we are encouraged to resist the devil as Yeshua did. But if we don't resist, what tends to happen is that those thoughts drop off the conveyor belt into the heart. And we are encouraged in Proverbs to guard our hearts with all diligence. And then 
the third thing we need to do is to focus on the good things, the whatevers of Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, those things that are lovely and holy and admirable and praiseworthy, according to the New International Version. Think on these things. And then we are encouraged also to set our minds on things not of this earth, but things that are above in Colossians 3, 2. And then we are to use a really practical illustration of cultivating, nurturing a grateful heart, being thankful for things that happen to us so that when something bad happens, we are grateful because Yahweh is in control. This this process of change will help us to align our thoughts to his thoughts and we will be changed into his image. And as I close now, the Apostle John reminds us, Beloved, now we are children of Yahweh and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him. The 21st century um, Bishop B.F. Westcott says, I have been saved. That's in the past. I am being saved. That's current. And we hope by Yahweh's grace that I shall be saved in the future. This is the process of transformation always striving for more, to be like him, changed into his image. We are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, 2 Corinthians 3.18, changed from glory to glory, transformation into the image of Yeshua. What a glorious day that will be.